0: Be more productive. Be more focused. If you don't see it that way, you will fail at it. You guys have been the pillar and the backbone of Sam's First Life now for quite some time. Keep growing.
1: Good morning, everyone. Andrew Taylor here. We have Sean Mike with us.
0: Better, too. There you go. Better. That feels feels good. It does, dude. It's not like... (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: The first question is, how would you explain work spots to a new agent
0: and why should someone use it? So we're trying to find a way, Andrew, to, number one, we knew office space was going to be key, right? We had first year, five, seven offices. You know, now we're above 350, you know, on our way to 400. And we've seen the ability for people to connect with others. It's going to be a lonely business. And we've seen the productivity from that, right? So that's two plus two is for it's worked, right? And then we said to ourselves, all right, sometimes you need to – what else can we do, right? We have these great lead vendors that we work with, a bunch of good lead companies. So we're like, you know what? What if we get with them and see if they'd be willing to do something for the men and women that are like are on work spots because they're probably going to buy the most leads, right? Like they're probably going to be the biggest and the more consistent out there because they're taking the time to go to the office, do their work, make their phone calls, whatever. And they were pretty open to that, which is great. So now it went from, hey, wouldn't it be great to have the ability – to use office space for $99 a month, right? You pay a work spot, the office owner gets help to subsidize the office. So if someone
1: sh- has an office.
0: Someone has an office. So if you have an office, you have an office in Chicago. You go, hey, man, I got an office. Here's how many square feet it is. I want to get some people in here. I go, all right. You go, but you know, it's like, it's kind of tough, man. I'm renting it. I'm doing a lot of stuff my own. People are coming in here. I want to get breakfast, lunch on occasion. Wouldn't mind getting one of them smart boards. I want a little podcast room. So WorkSpot says, all right, listen, man, we'll help you out. We'll make it all automated. You know, a lot of them are just, you know, keyless. They scan, they get in, the whole deal, office hours, people to manage it. And we'll take the guy or girl that runs the office and help subsidize it for them, where we go, hey, here's somebody to help out so you're not charging Tom for paper towels or Tim for, hey, we're having lunch, right, some things that. So that's where we started. But then what it's really morphed into, like I've had people go, hey, listen, I had a guy the other day, he says, listen, Sean, honestly, I'm like seven hours from an office. But there's no way in the world I wouldn't take the lead discount. Like, how would I ever not be a work spots more? He goes, I travel on occasion. I know I can use the office, that's really cool. But when I look at how much the work spots has saved me in leads, you guys have helped incentivize me into buying more leads and helping more families. So if you are actively working, not being a work spots makes zero sense. And there's even Enterprise Rent A Car on that. Oh man, it's Enterprise Rent A Car, all these gyms, all these good discounts. That's I mean, and again, I'm not I think those are great, but I shouldn't have to, we shouldn't have to incentivize people that much where I'm glad they save money in the rental cost. I'm glad they do all that. All you'd have to tell me is here's the large percentage you're going to get at discount on leads. That's all you got to tell me. And I'm like, all right, so that's like helping one family that would cover my work spots for probably a year. Am I going to help one more family by doing this? Of course I am. You know, so Andrew, when you start looking at the amount of money that's been redeemed and work spots discounts to lead vendors, it's, it's obnoxious. So how
1: important is communication with new agents? Because I talk to people all the time, and they don't even know
0: how to use it. I mean, I, I don't want to take this the wrong way. I don't want to say this the wrong way. I don't want you to take it the wrong way either. Maybe the people you just haven't connected. But, Andrew, if I recruited you and you worked with me, and I don't care if you were here for a day or for a year, there's zero chance I wouldn't tell you about something that was good for your business. That's just weird to me. I would. It doesn't mean I would tell you about, you know, leads in, you know, New Mexico if you lived in Massachusetts. But I can guarantee you that I would be very much if I was working with you, and I found out about work spots from a meeting, and I was buying leads, and you, because it would be you, you had prohibited me from getting my lead discount. Dude, you and I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be that happy with you. Cause that's money that came from my family. So that means that my kids lost that money every time I paid an extra three or four or five or six hundred dollars on my lead purchase because you wouldn't share something with me. Which there's no reason for you not to. When you look back, you're like, they're like, oh, I just didn't get around to it. But they're a workspots member and they're taking a lead discount for themselves and they buy the leads. You're uncomfortable that somebody could get into something where they can use any office in the country. Not, like, have some long-term lease, well, it's not money actually, out of their pocket. actually, if
1: someone doesn't tell them, their agents are getting mad at them.
0: They should. Why, I'd be, why wouldn't, you wouldn't be
1: mad? I would be. Mm-hmm. So what, what are the five things you would communicate with an agent? And this would, would not be through an email or something you know, Everything from a phone call, dude.
0: I'm not a big text group message. I mean, I'm, I'll call you up. So this first, is a
1: personal call.
0: I'd go, Andrew, first of all, do you know anything about work spots? You say no. I'd go, Andrew, here's the way this works. First of all, you have to know about the lead discounts. If you're gonna help families, you need leads because it's like trying to sell your own policy once a year is not gonna work. You need leads. The lead discounts are pretty astronomical for WorksPots members because the lead vendors like to work with them, they're more consistent, it's a bigger part of their business. They get it. Number two, Andrew, for you, as you're you're taking advantage of leads discounts and you're helping families, you're gonna recruit people, they're gonna be all over the country. You tend to you plan recruiting, Andrew? Yes, I do. Okay, got it. Wouldn't you want to be able to use offices anywhere you were in the country? Because now, for $99 a month, which you're paying work spots, now for that, you have access to all these offices. Like you rented them all. The all these people. All these people. Let's go with the offices first. Let me jump. You gave me five. Don't jump ahead. Two, right? Two is the office space. Period. You can use it. Number three is you're connecting with people. The, your ability to meet and network people that are doing what you're doing, have done it, are trying to do it. That's, you, you need that so bad. And you're going to get that de facto extra training and connection when you're there, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to meet these people. Next one for me is validation. If you recruit me, Andrew, and you say, where do you live? And I go, Las Vegas. If you say, I'll meet you at Starbucks, I'm not showing up. It means you don't have real business. When you say, meet me at the office, I go, what's the address? I pull in a, this parking lot. I see a decent-sized building, nice building, decent area. To me, that says that's real. This is a real company, right? What if I said to come to my house? I wouldn't do it. That's weird. (laughs) Well, it's just weird. This isn't some—it's not 1962 and some MLM thing. I'm just not— It's also kind of
1: freaky, like, having people come over to your house that you don't know. Well, I wouldn't have them come to my house.
0: And I'm not—like, going to your house wouldn't freak me out, like, oh, my God, what's this going to do to me? It would just be weird. Like, I'd be really weirded out. Like, why don't I come to your house? I don't even know you. That's weird, you know? And I think the last thing, Andrew, and the fifth thing is, as an entity in a company, when you're doing your recruiting, you should be saying that in your recruiting ads, marketing. Utilize one of our 400 offices across the country. Because now, all of a sudden, the fear of being independent dissipates quite a bit when I'm like, we have 400 offices. Like, you're not going to be left alone somewhere. We have 400 offices. And I think that that, for me, makes it a lot more palatable to recruit. When I was trying to recruit 12, 13 years ago, I mean, dude, actually going on 14 years ago now, dude, I mean, like, I'd call you up, I'd find out where you lived, you'd have to do an in-home meeting, which is weird. If I want to meet you to show you how to do this, we had to meet like at a coffee shop. That's weird. There was just no office space, and it didn't seem real. So a lot of people that were already doing pretty well were like, I don't know if I'm going like, to take time out of my busy day to go meet you at Starbucks or at your house. But if I go, hey, man, here's where we're located in Vegas or Boca or you know Victorville, anywhere across the country, and it's a real office space, it gets me because being an independent person is scary for a lot of people who have never done it. And they're told by a lot of people that they can't do it. Now, am I sure everybody's going to be great at this? Absolutely not. I never said that. They all would be. But I know it's been very good to me. And when I left, I always had jobs. When I left my job, it was that was new for me. I wasn't terrified. But that was a very new thing. Like, And I embraced it, loved it, and I loved the juice of it because it allowed me to go earn my way and get paid what I thought I was worth. So that made me excited. But I think, Andrew, those would be the five things. And I think that you do have to be careful because I've seen some people get, and they, they are, they're pretty pissed. Yeah, you know, I was with a couple one day in a meeting, I, man, Jacksonville, Florida maybe. And my man's helping 50 families a month. And I said, hey, how's Workspots been to you lead discount wise? And he said, um, what is WorkSpot's? And I said, who hired you? And he told me. And his wife said, what kind of lead discounts would they be? So we went over like last months of discount coupons, you know what I'm saying? And we did our own math, and it cost him thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars over a year. And she was like, can we get our money back on, like, what we would have paid? And I was like, yeah, ask the guy that wouldn't tell you about it. You are like, I don't work with you. And he was just, he just not happy, man. And and because we couldn't come up with a reason why. The guy was just like, I just, just did ain't get around to it. I'm like, but you're a work sponsor, I man. You're buying your leads with a lead discount." And guys, by the way, maybe there's some people, people are funny, right? My mother wouldn't buy certain things until it was a coupon. My mom never, she had a coupon book. And it wasn't a huge set, but to her, she was getting something. She was getting something for less than she was getting it the day before, week, before, month before. There's something for people, especially a lot of us raised the way we're raised. They're like, dude, I'm going to buy leads. Now they're 40% off. You see those leads are 40% off for a day, for two days, for three days. I'm going to grab myself some leads because they're 40% off. And they are 40% off, but it allows some people. So when you're recruiting, you're going to help more people because they're like, hey, I'm going to go do it today. They'll
1: go in more or faster.
0: Or they'll go in at all. Yeah, or at all. At all. Like, how do I not take advantage of that? You know, and and we're doing it where you can take those leads, go help families and protect and provide for yours.
1: How would you, so talking about internet leads, because there's, that's how we can scale. Because mm-hmm. we can still increase the
0: amount of inquiries it's, yeah, We have, there's no, no lid on it.
1: There's no lid on it, yeah. So someone said, I, I'm scared to get an insurance because you know the leads gonna, are going to run out. And I'm like, dude, they're not going to run out. But when it comes to internet leads, um, how would you prepare an agent for expectations of what to expect?
0: I'm going to tell you how I did it. And I've heard people do it the other way, and I don't think it works. Um, Andrew, to me, and to give you some a backdrop, again, what I was getting for leads, they were 2 to 10 years old 14 years ago. Um, a lead's a lead's a lead. And I'm sorry, but if somebody expressed interest, a lead is a lead is a lead. Doesn't mean you're not having better success with this lead or that lead. I'm not saying that. I mean, have at it. Do your thing. But I'm telling you that if somebody initiated contact, to me, a lead is a lead is a lead. I don't have this, well, if they're internet leads, you can only expect this many, I, I don't I don't believe that. I don't, I, I told you a while back, I got frustrated with somebody who's telling me they couldn't book the internet leads, and I just called them. It took me 45 minutes to get 15 appointments in the leads, the person said nobody was interested, and the person helped 10 of them. So it took me 45 minutes, I just, I acted like they were a legitimate lead. So I think we start setting expectations on people, and we, and we have low expectations, then you have low expectations to lead. I go, Andrew. You're only going to book X amount out of fifty. You're like, oh, okay, good. So not any good, no. And I was never I go. How many should you book? I don't know. Why don't you try to book all of them? They all did say they want help. I, don't, I go. How about this? Why don't you book all the ones that will die eventually? Just do that. That's was always that my answer. Let's just book the ones that will die eventually. Well, they'll all die. I got it. And all of them know they want. What's all, interesting? Know all they're going to die.
1: You're, the way you think is so simple. Yes. Because I remember seeing you book appointments back to back to back to back to back to back. But I can and, do it for days, and and I would struggle. But I was making it much more complicated, like going, "Are you available? When's a convenient time for you?" And you know,
0: "Are you home?" And you're just going, "Hey, I got to get this over." Call people up and tell them I was coming to their house. I was. which phone script? I tell. I call them up and tell them come over. <laughs> That's my phone script. <laughs> I fill it out. I call them up and tell them I'm coming over. I think it's courteous enough to tell them I'm coming because I am coming. Now, how did you get people to be there when you were there, when you were going to show up? Because if I felt like they weren't going to be. First of all, people want what they think they can't have, and they want what everybody else has. So in that short script was, we, and we do, we get so many of these back in your area we're trying to keep up. Most everybody in your area is filling this out because they realize that the benefits are, are too good to pass up. And the last thing was the information. I'm just getting information to you. And when I first started that, man, people were like, you can't say that. You just, by the way, that's what I was doing. I was bringing information to you. You and Nicole were not obligated to do anything. So I was literally like, what do you say when you get to the house? Don't they ask you, dude, I said, I'm dropping the, I got to drop the information off to you. Take a few minutes to go over it with you. I said that 50 times a week for six plus years. I don't even need two fingers to count. People going like, "Where's my information?" You could almost call anyone and say uh, that as long as they filled something out. I'm not cold calling because that's annoying. I know. You how think I feel you when could I book
1: though on. if you cold call. Oh,
0: yeah, but I, I don't like to harass people because I'm going to get people like me. Because you can never book me. There's nothing you can say to book me. But I've never filled anything out either. So I, I like the one and a half two percent of the population that we get that fills something out. But yeah, I'm sure if you cold call people and t- if it was something, but you don't know. Here's the thing. We've taken the country and we've like put them in this filter. There's hundreds of millions of people. And put them in this filter. And the only thing that's like left in the filter when we're done is the two percent that know they need life insurance, know they want life insurance, know that they it's an added bill. they're not they don't think it's free. These people have made all these conscious decisions to say, hey, come help me. With that population, yeah, dude, I don't care if it's written on a napkin in a Crayola crayon, and they, they drop it off at a restaurant, I'll, I'll book them, because they said they want it. As long as you've initiated contact, because where's the threat in me dropping information off? There isn't any.
1: Mm-hmm. There's not
0: any. Then people, I, And again, when they got there, they be like, you have the information? Yeah, you want to take my shoes off? We're going to go over the information. Yeah, I got to ask a couple questions. I don't really want to stand on your deck, and it's cold, it's hot, it's whatever, I've on my feet all day long. You want to take my shoes off? No, you can keep mine. All right, cool. Well, you want to sit over here? Let's sit over here. Got it. Boom. And then before you know it, you're there 40 minutes helping both the husband and wife. It's all presumptiveness. And I think when you take a population of people that are, have said, I need help, like when I need help with something, I want you to be presumptive, whatever that is. When you're trying to figure out something that's going on with you, I don't care. If you bring Atlas to the doctor, you want a doctor to be presumptive. Yes. Why would you not? You're, you're vulnerable. You're, you're, your son's not feeling well. You don't know what, what to do for him. You want him to feel better. You don't want the doctor. You want the doctor. There's nothing better than a doctor that's confident. Nothing better than anybody that you need help from who's confident. Yeah. I don't care if it's a coach, teacher, police officer. I don't care who it is. When they're confident and competent, it puts you at ease. It does. Because you're vulnerable in those moments. You want help. You know, I had a, my daughter had a moth fly in her ear. gonna tell you that story. I remember, I think I saw a picture. And I lost it. Because I wanted to fix it. I couldn't get out of her ear. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. I thought, like, oh my God, because when I was a kid, some of the places that we stayed at, lived at, had cockroaches. And, you know, you cover up certain things at night. Sometimes you leave the light on. Like, you know. So I'm like, man, I don't think we have cockroaches. But she's freaking out because it's in her ear and she can feel it. And I'm screaming at the 911 people. Like, I'm calling 911. Like, I'm just trying to drive. I'm driving to the hospital and calling 911. If it was my son. I'd be like, yo, bro, let's wake up in the morning and see if this still bothers you. Not saying it's right, but that's probably what I've done. And I get to the hospital and the, the first person's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. What do we do? And trying to tell Savannah to calm down. And this fucking, this, this doctor finally comes in, man. My well, man comes in and he comes in. And he says, uh, she says something. He's like, I can't help you unless you relax. She immediately relaxed. He said, turn over and look in your ear. Look there, He said, it's a moth. She said, are you sure? He said, 100% sure. Give me this oil. I'm gonna dump this in your ear. It should come out. If it doesn't, here's the next step. Do that thing. He dumped the oil in, and they did something else. That thing come out. Of it was this big. It can't. Oh yeah, dude, it was covered in oil. And I, my only reaction was to, like it's a moth. Like I punched this thing and smash it because I'm so angry that it hurt my daughter or freaked my daughter out. But they can get in like these little holes, and it was its wings. Just was trying to get out, and that was what she was feeling. So the oil made it work? Yeah, oil just, yeah, it kind of like slid out. They ended up reaching in and getting it. And it was, it was live until I smashed it. But it was, my point was the guy was the man. I was vulnerable. I wanted anybody to tell me exactly what to do at that moment in time. And dude, it wasn't earth shattering. It's not like it was a moth in her ear. It wasn't that's pretty freaky though. Yeah, it is. But, but the, when we are in that position and, and somehow we think our clients aren't vulnerable, like, why would you fill something out? I mean, think about, again, I go to the depths of the emotionality and the trust that you have to fill something out and send it back to somebody you don't know. Pretty deep. And it, it's not a comfortable thing to do anyways. Mm-mm. It's not. So when you bring, when you go to them, they should be comfortable with your complaint. You should be so comfortable in you that allows them to be comfortable.
1: That's good, dude. I love that. That's cool. Well, thank you for coming in, man. Thank you, man. We'll see you guys next week, Saturday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. And uh, thank you for joining us.